Recognition, power, and influence is your birthright, and this podcast shows you how to get there. Welcome to episode number 201. Today's episode are some of the biggest takeaways that the women had who attended my Myths, Lies, and Executive Level Promotions workshop that I did a few weeks ago. And I really pulled out three key components of that workshop and expanded on them in today's episode. So whether you attended the workshop and you just want to use this as a refresher, or you weren't able to join us live, and hopefully what I'm sharing with you today is really going to open your eyes to what you either are doing right towards your next promotion or what perhaps you could start to do a little bit better. All right, let's get started. Welcome to Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and I teach you how to get promoted, get paid, and bring your whole self to the leadership table. I am on a mission to change organizations from the C-suite out, because women are the new face of leadership, and we are doing it on our terms. Hello, corporate badasses. Welcome to another episode of Women Changing Leadership. I'm your host, Stacey Mayer. I'm super excited, as always, to be here with you again this week. I want to start out today's episode by reminding you of what it means to be a corporate badass. Yesterday, I hosted a panel discussion about the connection between being really incredible at sales and selling yourself. This was free to my community. If you're not already in my community, join my email list. That's the best way to find out about all the amazing open free content that I'm sharing every single week. Go to stacymayer.com slash email to sign up. And at the beginning of that conversation, I started out by calling all of them corporate badasses. And I decided to take a moment to explain to them what that meant to a group of 40 women who some of them are in my training programs, but many of them I've never even met before. So how do I know that they are a corporate badass? The answer is quite simple. If you have been having any amount of success over the past 20 years of your career, you are a corporate badass. So why does this matter? Okay, great. If everybody who has had any amount of success in their career over the past 20 years is a corporate badass, then how does this make me stand out? How does this make me different? Here's how. If you believe that you are a corporate badass, it changes you. It's not about standing out from the crowd. It's about who you are as a person and where you are starting from. I want every single woman that I work with, everybody who listens to this podcast to know that you are already a corporate badass. I want you to remind yourself that your baseline, your worst state, is better than most. I know, I know this is true. You would be very hard pressed to argue with me. I've actually probably only met like one person (laughs) who has ever even tried to work with me who doesn't qualify as a corporate badass. And when you know that you're a corporate badass and you make decisions starting from that place, everything else gets easier in your entire career. Everything, everything gets easier in your career. Now, that's not the purpose of today's episode. (laughs) 
I just was thinking about it as I was sharing like, hey, corporate badass. And I say this every single week, but I thought it was worth reminding you of the importance of you believing that you're a corporate badass. Stop arguing with yourself. If you're like, well, I'm sort of, but not really, not like Stacy describes, I don't care. No, you are a corporate badass. Stop arguing. You just are. Now you can make better strategic decisions about your career. You can communicate better with the executive leadership. There are tools that you can begin to implement so that you can start to get recognized and really have the influence that you already deserve. But the truth is you're a corporate badass. That's where we're starting from. All right, my friends, (laughs) I just needed to send you that reminder before we got into today's episode. So I talked about the panel discussion that I hosted yesterday inside my community. And last month, I did an interactive workshop called Lies, Myths, and Executive Level Promotions. Again, if you are not on my email list, get on there yesterday, stacymayer.com slash email, because you want to be invited to these workshops and trainings. All of my workshops and trainings are interactive. We're on Zoom. You're on video. You're asking questions. I even put you in breakout rooms. If this sounds terrifying, come anyway, because it's really a lot of fun. I do giveaways at the end of it. I always give away free copies of my book. And yeah, it's just the content itself is going to change your approach to everything. And we're starting from that baseline of corporate badassery. So we just can only build from there. When I was doing the workshop on lies, myths, and executive level promotions, which also you can get the replay to if you just want to go straight to stacymayer.com slash myths. You can get the instant access to the replay if you didn't join us live, which is still equally fun because what I did is I cut up little pieces of paper and put them into a Halloween basket of my daughter's. Uh, She was kind of curious why her Halloween basket was in my office. And I was like, well, because it's October and I was doing a workshop and I needed it. (laughs) So I kind of played an improv game where I put a bunch of pieces of paper into this basket and I drew them out and I asked all of the workshop participants, true or false, does what is written on this piece of paper equal a promotion or get you closer to a promotion? And your answer as to whether or not it was true or false, you could say all of them are true, all of them are false. But the line that I was drawing in this conversation was really if you put in a minimal amount of effort, you will get a larger amount of results. So it's like based on the 80-20 principle, right? That 20% of your actions yield to 80% of your results. So what are the simplest most impactful actions that you can begin to take towards your next level of career advancement that's going to get you really closer to that thing. And so we played a little game and I asked everyone true or false. And it was super, super fun because I think I must have had a lot of women on this workshop who knew my work because they were getting all of the answers right. And so that was really fun to watch. Like a great example, when I first started coaching, I would hear from so many women, you know, that their performance review is coming up. What should I do? What should I do? And I actually have to pinch myself because I don't even get that question anymore because 
most people who ask me questions have been following me for some time. They've read my book and they want to go deeper, right? They don't want the surface level questions anymore. So the surface level question is performance review equals next promotion. Like get a good performance review and you'll get promoted. True or false? I'll pause for a second so you can answer that for yourself. Well, I was so thrilled when everybody put false in the chat. No one wrote true. I thought that was pretty sweet because I was like, yay, you guys win the prize. (laughs) That just makes me proud because you're hearing me, you're applying what I teach and it works. But there were three statements that I pulled out that encouraged a little bit more conversation. And so in today's podcast episode, I want to share with you those three pieces of paper that I pulled out and a little bit more insight to that, because it might possibly be something I don't talk about as much on my podcast. And I thought that would be useful. So one of them was title. So the piece of paper just said title. And so again, true or false, does a title get you closer to your next promotion. And specifically in this instance, I was saying going for the right title. So like whether or not you're going for a senior vice president role or a vice president role, does that matter and get you closer to your next promotion? And the answer is absolutely true, 100% true. Making the decision to go for the right title can get you closer to your next promotion. And by right title, for me, it's often a higher title than you imagine. A great example of this is, let's say that you are a lead, a project lead or a project management lead, and you think that the next best title would be for you to become a manager, right? So this is just like quite simply, it makes sense because right now you're not actually managing people, you're managing this project. And so the next best title would be to ask to become a manager. Now, if you ask to become a manager and you're already a project lead, you're more likely to be told no. Let me say that again. If you ask, if you're already a project lead and you ask to become a manager, you're more likely to be told no. So the reason that this piece of paper is true is because what that person needs to do is ask to become a senior manager. So you need to be asking for the right title. And the reason for that is, is that a senior manager is going to make a difference to your boss. A senior manager is going to make a difference to you. If you become a manager, all you're going to get is you're going to still be managing the same project, but now you're going to be in charge of people, perhaps and a lot more headache. And so that manager who needs to promote you, it's gonna be a lot harder for them to put you up for a promotion just simply to a management position. Whereas if you can explain to them and you can build a rapport around the skills that it takes to become senior manager, you're much more likely to get promoted. It's also the reason that the women that I work with, once I get them from senior director to VP, Once I get you from senior director to VP, the promotions happen 10 times faster from VP to SVP to the C-suite. They happen super, super fast. So if it took you 10 years to go from director to VP, it's going to only take you two years to go from VP to SVP. 
So the reason for that is, is because now we're in the right bracket. We're able to build our career, right? Because that transition from director to VP makes a huge difference if done properly. Now I meet a lot of vice presidents that are still in the weeds and they're not acting like a member of the executive team. But if you get promoted to vice president in the way that I teach, then you will quickly get that followed up by an SVP and a C-suite level role. So it's important for us to be understanding what positions that we're going for and making sure that we take that into account when we're applying for positions. And a lot of us are going for lateral moves or lower level positions, and we're overqualified for them. And we're actually not just cutting ourselves and our salary short, but we're, we're not building trust with executive leadership. We're showing them that we really have no idea what we're capable of. And we just really want to play it small. And they're not looking for people at the executive leadership position who are looking to play small. The other piece of paper that I followed up with that created a little bit of a conversation is discrimination. And a couple people wrote in like, eh, that's a tricky one. Here's the tricky part of discrimination. So true or false, does discrimination play a factor in whether or not you're going to be able to get promoted? And the answer is true. Discrimination, if you can tackle discrimination, you're more likely to get promoted. This is true. You also need to, and this is the conversation that came up after that, is understand that discrimination exists. Gender bias exists in the workforce. And we're like, yeah, I know. I feel it every single day. But what you're trying to do to combat that gender bias is change the system. And so what I was suggesting to the women on this call was let's stop trying to change the system. Let's accept that it exists And we're going to change the system by over-acknowledging it and making decisions accordingly. If we are trying to get promoted onto a team of people that are quite different than us, let's just go to the extreme. Let's say you're an introverted Hispanic woman who would like to be promoted onto a team of experienced 20 years or more white male leaders that happen to be 15 or 20 years younger than you as well, discrimination is going to exist. They may or may not look up to you. So you have to address the elephant in the room. So if you're asking your boss to promote you and you're just like, yeah, I'm the better person for the job. I have more knowledge. I've been doing this job longer, right? I I know how to lead people. Your boss is still going to be thinking in the back of her mind that, oh, my God, I don't want Suzette to get killed. I don't want to promote her if I'm just feeding her to the fire. Like, I care more about her and her career than to do that. So you have to combat that. You have to actually say why and how you are going to be able to lead this team of white male leaders who happen to be 15 or 20 years younger than you. You have to explain Hopefully she'll buy it and explain it in a way that really makes sense to both you and her in in terms of how you're going to be successful. If you recently had a child and you have a small baby at home, gender bias exists that they're not going to give you a higher level leadership position with more responsibility unless you say something. Because so many people at the top want to protect us. They want us to not 
fall apart. They they care about us. That's great. They care about us enough not to promote us, which is a bunch of BS. And that's what we're going to do about is we're going to speak to the problem. So knowing that discrimination exists and knowing that, hey, in this particular instance, I just had a baby and came back from maternity leave, but I still deserve that promotion. I'm going to have to speak to the facts, which is, hey, I know I just had a baby, but I am still ready for my next level promotion. I still have expectations to get promoted. And this is how I'm going to solve for that expectations. Not I'm going to work longer hours, 80 hour work weeks, but this is really what I want and why I'm qualified to do it. So you're going to own it, you're going to claim it, and you're going to speak up about it. When discrimination exists, we need to overcome it by calling out the elephant in the room and saying what it is and overcoming it that way. So that was the second one. And then the third one, which you might know more about from my podcast episodes, is I pulled out a piece of paper that said mentors. Do mentors get you closer to your next promotion and having the right mentor? And a couple people said true, a couple people said false. And and really the truth is, is that having a good mentor can do a lot for your career. And I don't debate that. I think that that's obviously having that strong person in your corner who's going to speak up for you, who's going to advocate for you, who's going to teach you, who's going to mold you. Like all of those things are really amazing and can so affect your career. It's very, very important to have good, strong mentor relationships. However, from a coaching perspective, and what I actually see work for women is not worrying about a specific mentor and more so building allies with executive leaders all across the organizations. And so from an 80-20 perspective, I would put less time in finding the perfect mentor and more time into building allies all across the organization using my process of 15-minute ally meetings. And I'm not just biased to that because I created this amazing process that works for women every single day, but because when we are focused on anybody outside of ourselves as saving our career, as being that answer, we're not asking ourselves the right questions, which is what do I want? What do I need? Who are the relationships that I need to build? Plus, when inevitably that mentor leaves your organization, because it happens a lot sooner than you're going to wish, then you're stuck without anybody else to back you. And I don't want anybody to ever be relying on any person, whether it's your boss or that relationship you built with your senior executive team, anybody at your organization. You are only going to rely on two people yourself, what you're learning by having ally conversations with many different leaders across the executive team. You're going to put those pieces together and actually formulate your own promotion plan. Now, one of those allies might become your mentor. And one of those allies could become a huge advocate for your career and actually speak up for you. But the important thing to remember is the goal is to have multiple people in your corner and not just one person, that one mentor. And I think that that has really held a lot of women back in their careers is really just relying on that advice from that one person that they trust, that they don't force themselves, one, to do the hard things like reaching out to your boss's boss's boss ain't easy, right? Scheduling a 15-minute ally meeting with your CEO is going to change your life, 
I'm going to say that again. Scheduling a 15-minute ally meeting with your CEO will literally change your life because the person that you have to become to be able to send that email, to reach out to your CEO, to speak up, to say what you want to say in that conversation, or to be willing to schedule that conversation and not have all the answers, not just talk about work, but be willing to ask the CEO solid questions. Oh my gosh, the person you become is nothing like what you look like today. And so it literally, it just starts to dissolve and change everything for you. So go go for allies, not just a single mentor. You've heard me preach this before. It's what my next book is going to be all about. But I needed to say it once again, because it's still a bit confusing. And I don't want it to be confusing because it's not, it's not confusing to me. So those were the three things that I drew out of the bucket, anywhere from make sure you're going for the right title. Chances are it's probably higher than you think. Number two, discrimination plays a factor always. So look for those signs of discrimination and and speak to it. Do something very proactively about it. And number three, make sure that you get yourself a bunch of allies and not just one single mentor. So these were some of the the topics that we pulled out of the hat. Go back to stacymayer.com slash myths to hear all the other 20 ideas I have for how you're going to land your next promotion. These are all really proven methods that I, I have gotten, I think, over... We are definitely over the 100 mark in terms of women that I have successfully coached to their next level promotion, but now we're getting on their second promotion and their third promotion. And it's because what I teach works and you're focusing your energy in the right direction. Again, you're a corporate badass. You know what to do. You know your job. But none of us have the strategy to get ourselves into higher level positions until we do. You can't be expected to know how to both do your job and help your career, especially when it comes to transitioning from those senior director roles into those higher level VP level positions. If that sounds fun to you and you want to work with me over the next three months, this podcast is coming out in October, which means that I still have coaching spots available in my three-month one-on-one package, which is going to take us all the way into the end of January. Working together, we're going to really map out that plan and put it into action over the next three months so that literally nothing else for the rest of your career is going to stand in your way. You're going to have complete access to my video library trainings, access to one-on-one coaching with me, as well as Slack access. And it's it's like basically like having me one-on-one, a retainer in your back pocket, if that sounds fun to you. It sounds amazing to me. I wish I had somebody like that right now, quite frankly, but I am giving that to you. So please go to stacymarin.com slash apply and apply to work with me this year so that we can get you set up to knock the remaining years of your career out of the park. All right. Thank you all so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. go, I have a question for you. Do you know how close you are to your next promotion? Really? Not what your boss has told you, not what you even believe to be true, but have you actually taken the time to sit down, 
take an assessment, review the five categories that it takes to get promoted into senior executive leadership positions and decided where you fall in each category and given yourself a ranking on a scale of one to 10 of how close you are to getting your next promotion? Have you done this? Well, now's your chance. If that feels interesting to you and you're like, hey, I want to know exactly how close I might actually be or how far away you might be and what it's going to take to get you even closer, then I invite you to take my promotability quiz. This is a quiz that I put together with practical tips that actually tell you where you're lacking and where you're winning. What are the areas that you actually need to improve and not necessarily what your boss is telling you all the time so that you can take concrete steps towards landing that next promotion and changing the face of the leadership table. Go to yourpromotabilityscore.com to take your free assessment today. Your promote ability score.com and let me know how it goes.